Okay, I'm my OBS is doing everything possible. Um, I want to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, introduce. We're uh, hello, we're live on both of our Twitch channels. Um, oh no, Bandito and the Trippy Ghost. Um, we're going to talk to chat while we're hanging out and doing stuff. So um, it might be a little weird. I'm we're thinking live broadcast. Yeah, it's an actual live broadcast now. So. Um, hello. Uh, who do you have in your chat? I see Lyric and Jelly over here. I have Cat. Cat. There's two people here. Oh no, it's Cat. It's Cat. Hi, it's Cat. Hi, Cat. It's Cat. Good. Um. Yeah. So uh, the the podcast, guys. By the way, movies for dummies, dummies for movies, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, download it. It helps us out a lot. If you download the episodes, yeah. yeah, 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 download them, download them, and then you know you you don't have to keep them on your phone, but download them, listen to them, and then delete them. Yeah, you know? yeah, you can even scan through it if you want. I don't care, just download them. Listen to it on double speed. Hey, I I, I rarely listen to podcasts on regular speed. I started doing that today. I accidentally hit it on my watch, and I was like, oh, I don't mind this at one point two five. Um, but what I'm getting at. This is not our first episode, so like, if you want to go in the back catalog, let's see, we've done the Avatar movie, Way of Water, mm -hmm. we reviewed that. We did, um, I'm trying to think what else is out, The Menu, reviewed that. We did the menu, what was and then the... we did a live watch along with... That's not the... out yet, though. Oh, that's not, oh, okay. We gotta finish that one, the second one. Um, oh, we did uh, Vengeance. Mm. Vengeance, yeah. Vengeance, that was a good one. Was Aaron was on that one, too. Oh yeah, Bandito's yeah. wife. Um, but yeah, I'm Alan. Uh, find me over at the Trippy Ghosts on Twitch TV. This is Zach. You can find him at Ono Bandito on Twitch TV. And um, podcasts live will be on Thursdays, every other Thursday, and they will be in your feed every other Monday. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. And Zach, you have this new segment you wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah? we have a segment and it was inspired by a show that I binged last night uh, <laughs> called TV Time, where we talk about whatever TV shows we're watching at, at the moment. Because if you're like us, you basically you start, you end your day basically every day with just like a couple episodes of a TV show, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> last night we started this show called Red Rose on Netflix. I think it just came out. Like if it didn't come out yesterday, it came out like a few days ago. It's, it's pretty new. And at first I was like, I didn't think it was going to be very good. And then the more we watched it, the better it got. It was like, it was like creepypasta, the show, uh huh, but like done really well, you know? Interesting. The basic, so I'll give you the basic premise. The basic premise is you, uh, you're a, a teenage girl in rural Northern Britain and you get a link from so, like an acquaintance or something this is a little suspicious you click on it it downloads an app onto your phone that's uh, and the app is uh is malevolent let's just say that the app is it's out to get you okay and so it yeah it's really interesting it's like uh I don't want to give I don't want to give away too much because it's it, the way it, it kind of leads you on with all of the threads is, is really good. But I really liked it. So that's uh, what you watched last night. That's what I watched. The, the, 
the writing is really tight the suspense is really well done they 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 do a lot of like classic suspense stuff but then they also do some interesting like i, I don't know like experimental things i would say or just like not not as common with like their camera work and their editing yeah and it's it's really interesting they're, they're, also there's like there's a bunch of scenes with non-diegetic lighting so it's like the phone is supposed to light up red when a notification comes up from the app right, and, right, right. and a lot of times it's like it it lights up the whole room it's just like red and it's for dramatic effects and it, it looks really cool um which is like that's not how a phone would operate and so that's why it's like non non-diegetic yeah but it's um yeah it's really good um well uh some of y'all might know some of y'all might not know what i've been watching religiously for the past month now um i've been watching one piece and let me tell you the one piece is real uh i don't know if, if you got time like i do now go watch one piece man it's not bad it's worth it it's it's fun world building it's like the world building i would say is on the same level as like tolkien you know where oh, everything wow, is like great. yeah no it's huge it's some of the best world building in a tv show i've ever seen to be honest so um it's good you just you know there i'm in episode 567 and there's 1075 episodes out so um i'm chugging along chugging along <laughs> goodness i've watched 250 in the past month so it's not that bad it's not that bad wow that's that's actually i guess that's not that bad mm -mm. i mean i watched like the entirety of game of thrones in a month so that's true probably about the equivalent oh i remember that yeah um, all that did was remind me how good it was in the beginning and how shit the ending was yeah i thought that i, I was hoping that if i rewatched i would like get to see what they were trying to do and the, and the, the thing that makes Game of Thrones the ending so I, we're still on TV time so I can talk about this the thing that makes the ending so bad is that I, I don't doubt that that's how it was supposed to end but we have it, it doesn't make any fucking sense on how they got there what do you mean Jon Snow can obviously walk across the country in a 30 minutes yeah <laughs> yeah exactly oh, yeah, now I i've seen you. a bunch of videos that are like explaining they're like well the time scale of like the whole season is like over several months and they they didn't actually fast travel but for the story's sake they fast traveled to get to the interesting bits and i'm like yeah but also they also skipped all of the interesting bits of character development and motivation and they're just trying to get, know, a, get it done with they're, like it yeah. took aria three fucking seasons to get from king's landing to out of to essos three seasons and then danny comes in and just gets all over westeros instantly <laughs> with or without dragons it's yeah anyways yeah. It, that's not the only problem i have with the end of with the last season of that series but it the writing doesn't make any sense the character motivations don't they don't make sense they could have gotten the characters to the point that they were at the end of the story but they just like they were like yeah so Tyrion is a you know, cunning, smart, intelligent, willing to stab people in the back if he thinks that it's the right thing to do. And then he just like, he gets to Essos and then just like puts his blinders on and follows Daenerys yeah. for like forever, even though she does all sorts of dumb nonsense. And yeah. anyways, yep, yep, yep. Um, okay. TV. 
we can we can get into Game of Thrones at some point too. But that's yeah. a whole thing. Um, let's uh, you know, this would be a good sponsor segment if we had a sponsor. So, do you have anything you want to plug before we get into um, the initial thoughts of Ant Man? Is is uh, brought to you by the Dummies for Movies pod. Ah, yes, yes, I've heard I, great live things. every Thursday. It's uh, it's a great product. It's the two guys; they really know what they're talking about. Mm, definitely, um, I would say sometimes they definitely don't. But it's uh, it's high quality. They're entertaining. They're handsome. They're both bald, and it's uh, you know, it's 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 a good time. So so go check them out, sir. You had me at bald. <laughs> okay, um, so spoiler warning: we are reviewing the new Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumanium. Um, I actually had the pleasure of accidentally going to the movies early to see it. Um, I checked my phone because I thought it came out. It was already out. Um, it was not. Uh, I looked on, on Wednesday and it said, hey, showtime 3 p.m. on Thursday. And I went, huh? Interesting. I think I'm getting it early. So middle of the day, Thursday, I went to go see the movie and I had this idea. Maybe I should record myself um, going Great. into the movie. So let's, I recorded myself. So let's check that out. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me adjust this real quick. <clears throat> Yo. So I just parked at the movie theater. Um, I found tickets to see Ant-Man at three o'clock on a Thursday. So, a little gloomy outside. Perfect uh, video or movie watching um, weather. I uh, I like to. Uh, mm, hmm. Um, part of my reviews go into my experience. Uh, so, um, if you've watched our Avatar review, you will know. Um, I don't live far from my movie theater. I live, um, it's about a five to 10 minute drive, depending on traffic. Um, I got cut off on my way over here three times and almost got in a really bad car accident. So, um, so far movies a one out of 10. We'll see if it, uh, makes it up. Um, oh gosh, look at the time. Um, I should be heading in there. And I'm kind of excited. Like the the reviews that I saw, I didn't read any reviews, but I saw as of right now, it's got a 54 critic review. Um, but we all know here at Movies for Dummies and Dummies for Movies that um, we're the real critics. So uh, we'll decide if the movie's good or not. Can't wait for this episode. I think it's gonna be really good. So um, I'm gonna go get a Diet Coke or a Coke Zero, because I need one. And I'm gonna get myself a small popcorn because I'm starting to, you know, trying to lose some weight. So I figured a small popcorn would be better. But yeah, super pumped for this movie. I'm here uh, 20 minutes early because that's when I like to get to the theaters. I don't want to miss anything. So I will see you here in a few. All right. <laughs> All right. 
So I forgot, I forgot that I almost got in a really bad car accident on my way to the movie theater until just now when we played that back. <laughs> it was bad, dude. Honestly, it was really bad. I was, um, I almost got pinned against the wall on the highway. Oh, it was God. really, it was not like, I kind of downplayed it in the video. Like, Did you go to... Did it was... you get on the highway? Yeah, yeah, just to avoid one light. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> that seems excessive, but yeah. Yeah, dude, it was bad. So I was getting uh, the further explanation. Um, I went to get on the highway and some car came out of the parking. So I'm on the feeder road, getting ready to mm -hmm. go up to the highway. And some car pulled out of McDonald's and went all the way over to get on the highway. Like almost straight, cut me off really hard there. And I was like, mm -hmm. mm, I got some choice words for you, but I'm not going to say because I'm going to go see Ant-Man. <laughs> then they got over into the lane next to me, right? And I'm coming up, and then they realized that they needed to exit this exit, like where I'm exiting. And so as I'm going, I'm right next to them, like trying to get away from them, like past them, you know? And they just come over. And so I just like I had to swerve over onto the shoulder oh, next God. to the uh next to the little guardrail, you know, because there's an underpass below us. And um I looked over and it was some 80-year-old woman. And I thought, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. You know what? This might be a, a, a controversial take, but I think that everyone <clears throat> after the age of 65 should have to retake. Oh, I agree. Like a driving test, like a sight and reaction time yeah. tests and things. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that the road is safe for everyone. And I know that they're like, well, they have people, they have to, you know, accessibility, they have to be able to drive themselves around. Yeah, but what if they can't? What if they can't? What if they're a danger to themselves and everyone around them? What because- if, What if they're I, a danger to me? What if, what if they're a danger I've to me? Someone, yeah, well, I've seen someone driving erratically or like way too slow because going too slow is dangerous. <laughs> and not, not, I'm talking like going 25 and a 55, dude. I'm not talking like, <laughs> 10 miles under i'm talking like yeah, crawling along. and and i'm like was this person drunk and then you pull up to pass them and no it's just norma jean in her <laughs> 75 cadillac <laughs> hunched over the steering wheel like this trying to see what the, the hell caddy. she's looking like not paying attention to anything else around her because she can only see 10 feet in front of her and has you know bad vision and terrible depth perception anyways but uh people over i love old people but like <laughs> just sit in the passenger seat i'll drive you i got to the movie maybe i shouldn't have but you know <laughs> maybe it would have been better if she hit me <laughs> you know what you might have been better off i listen let me give you my my so we ha we're opposite with our movie going experience oh, okay previews i don't care about previews like I i'll catch a few of them but like most of them are movies that I'm I am not gonna see and never want to see. Like the good stuff, I watch plenty of movie previews on my YouTube feed. So the algorithm feeds me lots of movie trailers. And also I'm on a movie podcast, so I just like research new things that are coming out all the time. So I don't need to I don't need to watch the preview. So I usually get to the theater like 15 minutes late. I so I sat down and I actually went in with like I didn't I didn't know that it only had a 55 on Metacritic or whatever. I went in hoping that it would be good because I, I actually haven't seen the second Ant-Man movie, but I heard that it was pretty good, pretty garbo. Yeah, I've seen the first one. The first one's pretty good. It's like a heist movie, you know, and 
it's a it's a little bit break from the moldy kind of and then i was excited and i was i don't know why i i, I had hope <laughs> and, and maybe i was kidding myself because let's just look back at all of phase four like basically the entirety of the last two three years of marvel movies since endgame has been trash uh, I mean, in trash. I really liked WandaVision. I liked the I liked all of WandaVision except for the last two episodes. I thought the Loki movie or TV show was pretty good too. I liked that one. Loki was pretty good. I didn't feel like I my one criticism of that show was that it, it started to drag in the middle. But yeah. the TV shows have actually been okay. Spider-Man like, was really good. Okay, Spider-Man was good. That was the That's that was though. the one those three are the only ones that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else was trash. Eternals. I, I've seen some people say that this movie was worse than Eternals. I don't know if I would give it that bad of a, of a rating because Eternals was Eternals was horrible. So it was bad. so bad. It I, wasn't it wasn't interesting. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't the the actors looked like they were bored most yeah, of the time. Yeah. The motivate. I don't understand. Like you're trying to give immortal beings the same type of like morality and like sense of longing that we feel and it just doesn't work it's like it, it doesn't make sense and yeah. so like people can sniff that out so you can sm you can smell you can smell the bullshit right and it's like <laughs> okay well this doesn't make any sense so i went into ant-man um I, I, I watched it alone. I went in late. I sat down with my... I always get a large popcorn because I love popcorn and I'll eat the whole thing. Had my large popcorn, had my soda. I sat down. And in the first five minutes, I was like, oh God. Oh no. Oh no. Like, the, okay, the, the main <laughs> redeeming quality of this movie is Paul Rudd. Um, I think Paul Rudd and uh, what is his name? The actor who plays Kang. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, he was he's really good. So good, definitely way better than he was in Loki as Kang. Oh yeah. Um, I really didn't like him as Kang in Loki, and I was like, oh no, this is how they're gonna do Kang. They're gonna make, but in this movie, I, they basically just told him to like give long, dramatic pauses. Yeah, between your words. And it did add more gravity to the character, but it was still just like mm. they just slowed down the dialogue. Um, but I, I'm just gonna say this movie fucking sucked. Hold on, hold on. This movie, this movie sucked. <laughs> it sucked ass. Um, before we break down anything, I do. I also <laughs> recorded me leaving the theater. Okay, um, let's do that. Let's I need this that. because I need to refresh my memory. It's been over a week now since I've seen it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll kick it off and let's really get into the movie. All right. Okay. I just finished the movie. Um, it took me about 20 minutes to not be upset about my um, car ride over here. Um, I also got conned into purchasing a large popcorn because it was technically cheaper. Um, don't know how I feel about that. But, uh, initial, like, like, I'm still, like, in the parking lot of the theater. 
Um, I don't know if you can no. Yeah, I'm still in the parking lot of the theater, right? I think it was a, um, it was a movie. You know, I'm still trying to process everything. Uh, my initial thoughts after seeing the movie is um, in order, I feel like I skipped a lot of uh, phase four, whatever phase we're on because I was like, I didn't like it. I didn't think the movies were very good. Um, and this just felt like um, the glue piece to move Marvel into phase five or whatever it was. I feel like it was just like, that's what it was, right? Like it was, it felt like the bad guy, like I, I mean, I don't know if it matters if I spoil anything or not. I, I don't know. It just felt like a glue movie um, or a bridge into the next phase. So, um, good comedy. I can't wait to talk more about it. Um, I'm Like I said, I'm still trying to process if I liked it or not. And I, I couldn't give you a, a grade right now. Um, but it was a movie. Go see it. Uh, if you like Marvel movies, you're going to love it. So... Um, I think, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm done with this. <laughs> I forgot about it. Dude. So I had a different reaction when know. I left the theater. I don't remember any of the jokes. I guess the movie wasn't that they funny. Were terrible. I don't remember any of them. Like I'm listening back to this, and I was like, "What am I talking about?" Dude, the funniest part was Modoc, and it wasn't funny because it was funny. It was be funny because it was like shit. Because it looked like oh oh the, the gameskeeper from that show from the '80s. Like it's just like no no no. You know what it looked like? Just took a photo of his face and stretched it in Photoshop. Do you, like, do, do you know what it looked like? Did you ever watch Sharkboy and Lava Girl? Ball sack? Oh, dude, it looked like... Dude, dude, it looked like George Lopez! Yeah. It looked like George Lopez from Sharkboy so and Lava Girl. apparently... Somehow shittier. I, apparently, they hot-fixed that, like, during the weekends, like, after we saw it. They were, like, going in and updating it for theaters to play with, like, a better CGI of it. They but, should... Like, it was... So since we saw it, really? Yeah. They've updated it. Oh, I have to see that because here's the thing, like, like that. Okay. In the comic books, that is how Modoc looks. He has a giant face, right? On a tiny little shriveled body. But he's in the, in the, they, in the fucking, in this movie, Modoc is like a blithering idiot. Yeah. He's a moron. <laughs> it's like they took the Modoc from like, there's, there's an, there's an Iron Man or Spider-Man like TV show. That's actually pretty good. It's like an animated kid show. And Modoc is one of the villains in it. <clears throat> he's like kind of recurring, and he's kind of a bumbling idiot in that too. In the comics, Modoc is like a death machine. He's like in he's insanely strong, and he just, he like kills people. Yeah. And they just they just made like they had the chance to do it when when like when he first came out and he showed up to that like the the camp or whatever and was like mowing people down. I was like, oh okay, they're gonna like this is Modoc. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and, and the face mask and everything was like really cool. And then they lift the face mask and I, I, I it ruined, it completely ruined it.
it completely ruined it because they should have just done a full CG face. Yeah. Instead of trying to like get the actor to act and then transfer that into a big stupid face. Well, that's not even that, that's not even the same the guy that plays Modok in the comics, you know? No, yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird like uh, callback, you know, like yeah. Um, tying it into Ant Man for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what would have been really good? They like I just kind of thought of this right now. Um, Disney owns Star Wars, and this would have been a perfect place to do a little Star Wars nods, like nods, like within, like in the big battle towards the end, where there was the spaceships that were also like. Sentient. Don't get me started on the big battle. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the reviews that I read afterwards, it said. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium is just Scott Lang looking for his daughter the entire movie. Yeah. Just, I, it shouldn't even be called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. It, Evangeline Lilly didn't do anything in the entire movie. They gave her that dumbass haircut. <laughs> she didn't do shit. She's a, good, she just, like, she's a good actress. They just didn't use her like at all. Evangeline Lilly is an amazing actress. I know. She, if, if you haven't seen Lost, watch Lost. Mm -hmm. where the fuck have you been for the last 20 years probably not born yet but anyways go watch Lost she's amazing in that show and <laughs> I forgot she was she in is, that show yeah she's like the main character yeah yeah um and they did they did her dirty the same thing with uh with Pim whatever that actor's name I don't remember but he was like oh, the, yeah. this is what he did the whole movie funny quip Michael Michael Douglas Michael Douglas. He just he just looked around. He was there for no reason. And then why the fuck was Bill Murray in this movie? He <laughs> did nothing. That scene was so fucking stupid. He he it's it, why? <laughs> just for the so you can have it in the trailer when it doesn't progress the story at all. I didn't watch any of the trailers, so I have, I had no idea. I was like, oh, it's Bill Murray. It doesn't <laughs> change anything. It's not a character you can bring back. It's not. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. And it don't okay, I said don't get me started on the big battle scene, but I'm gonna get started on the big battle scene. Okay, hey, bro, the this is your podcast. Go. This is all you. Listen, Marvel. Okay, for they they started doing the big battle scenes in their big movies, right? And like in in Infinity War, because it makes sense. It's like there's a literal army coming for us, and yeah. so but it was like. 200 people versus a million aliens. So it makes sense that it would just keep dragging on and dragging like the Battle of Wakanda, right? Until the Avengers and Thanos have to do their thing and then poop, it all like ends suddenly with a big event. That makes sense diegetically, story-wise. It like it seems it's grounded in enough realism that it's believable. And then now in basically every Marvel movie, there has to be some sort of big army clash that happens it happened it, it happened in thor it happens here it, it it like and then the deus ex of the ants was so stupid i thought the ants was going to be cool and actually in the theater when the ants came over the horizon i smiled because it was like i felt like it was a, it was a, a slight like lord of the rings nod to you know the riders of rohan coming over the whoops Coming over the hill. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is... If you want to see someone coming in to save a battle, that's it done right. Mm -hmm. Because it, at Helm's Deep, 
all is lost. They, they have all admitted death. They're like, okay, we're gonna get overrun, and we're gonna fuck. We're gonna die. We're all gonna die, but we're gonna fight. We're gonna keep fighting. And then they're in the fray. They're killing each other, and it's bloody. And and the the camera is like adding all of this weight and motion, and it's heavy and it's suspenseful. And you're like, oh my god, who's gonna die? Who's gonna die? And then all of a sudden, Aragorn looks up. And it's fucking Gandalf, and he's, he's on his horse, and his hair is flowing, and it's high fantasy, and it's dramatic, and it makes sense. This didn't make any sense. The battle wasn't, it's not like it was like at the climax of the battle, and it all seemed lost. It be, Because as soon as the battle starts, you can't tell what's happening. It's just a mishmash of CG characters dicking around in the background while the main characters run. Because that's all they fucking do in the last scene is they just run and he gets small and he gets big and he runs and he throws things. It's so stupid. There's no action. You don't like there's no good fight. There's no actually good action sequence in the whole movie. There's no good fights. All of it is like CG army nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. And you know how I feel about generic freaking like robot flying any kind of enemies like that that the main like any of the main cast is just like yawing at they just yeah and they yeah and they're not actually doing anything like if you watch shang chi shang chi at the end of the movie it's like you can very tell the background actors are just like pretending to stab at things and the poor cg modelers have to then go in and put these tentacle bats in front of them to make it look like they're actually doing something <laughs> anyway it's just like it's stupid it, it wasn't interesting to watch. It didn't accomplish anything. And it felt extra stupid because I feel like it it takes away from what could have actually been good about this movie. This movie would have been really good if it was just Scott Lang and uh, Cassie Lang got ripped into the quantum realm and they have to figure out how to get out. Then you, you make it an epic journey story. And at the end, they can run into Kang and do all that. But like the whole buildup giving like this this movie was just Kang's backstory. That's the whole purpose that this movie served yep. in the overarching narrative. Yep. And that makes it a bad movie. It makes it a bad movie because the story that we're there to see is kind of shit. And and now now you're learning about a single Kang and then at the you know of course they kill him at the end and all but there were there were no stakes. Scott Lang isn't any different from when he started the movie to when he ended the movie. None of the, like, the, there's there's small character growth, but kind of. So I, mostly minor characters. And they, it just goes back to normal. They just, like, they, they say, hold on, hold on. Am I live? Am I live? Am I live? Am I? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All my lights just went out. Back real quick. Huh. Okay. We're good. Sorry. Yeah, you're still Continue on. on your rant. Because I'm, <clears throat> I'm loving it and I love. Uh, how your brain dissects movies. Well, thank you. It's also like, I don't know why Marvel insists on writing such unlikable characters. Like I didn't, I didn't like Cassie. I didn't like her at all. So I like her in the beginning of the movie. I didn't like her in the middle of the movie, and I didn't like her at the end of the movie. Would you like me to ruin Cassie for you even more? Yeah, please. That is not the same actress that plays her in Endgame. That is not the same little girl. That is a new actress. 
that they cast for this mm. movie to be Cassie Lang from here on out. Yeah. It is a also, different actress. She's not a believable 15-year-old. No, not at all. Like, just just age her up a little bit or, or use a different actress that's younger. No, that's... You know I mean? Keep the same actress that you had. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense because she is obviously, like, 27. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that girl is our age. Yeah. I, I, I can't believe that that is a 15-year-old. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and... Also, you know a story device that is so okay, let's talk about um dramatic irony, right? When the audience knows something that the characters don't, it adds a ton of suspense. And it, it's interesting because you're watching them learn things that you already know. And then there's there's when the character knows something, but the audience doesn't. And it can have the same effect if you do it correctly. It's much harder to write a character that knows the information and doesn't give it to the audience because then you're you're trying to piece together and you have to give the audience lots of little clues as to what's going on yeah. and let them piece it in by themselves the mom the mom what's her name the the older lady the one that was oh, stuck in the corner for 30 yeah, years yeah i don't know her name she knew everything the whole time <laughs> the whole time and multiple times, characters like, "Well, are you gonna tell us about? You didn't think it'd be a good idea to tell us about all this information that could basically..." They asked her, and she said, "I can't. Like, uh, I can't. I'll tell you later." What? That doesn't doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. It's like it just feels like another piece of corporate chewed up, spat out garbage that doesn't have any real. Uh, substance to the things it's trying to say and doesn't have any really good action scenes it makes its characters unlikable and stupid frankly like th that's something that that like annoys me about the horror the, the horror tropes is that a lot of times to put your character into dangerous situations they have to act kind of dumb right yeah but that's okay when it's horror but when it's a an action adventure movie and the whole time, it's not. Oh no, I'm losing you. I'm losing oh. you. Give me a second. Give it a second. Yeah, right yeah. I think so. I think you're good. Okay. It's not in an action adventure movie. It doesn't. It's not fun to watch your characters be dumb the whole time, right? It's fun to watch your characters use their intelligence and strength and abilities to overcome obstacles. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. I think I think I'm I think I'm kind of good on dunking on this movie a little bit. Well, I'm sure I'll have more to say, but I I'm I'm going to pause the rant there. We'll okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought um before we talk about the mortal bring up shit that I hate about this movie. I um I the movie started on this great scene where Scott Lang's walking and he's like hometown hero, but everyone's mistaking him. Like he's not Ant-Man, right? Like he, they're like, oh, Spider-Man, you know, like uh, that was pretty funny. It was funny, you know, and I enjoyed like the lightheartedness. And then the movie got weird. They almost immediately went into the quantum realm, which is fine. It was like it was instantaneous. Yeah. And then cool. everything in the quantum realm, 
I could not buy because the CGI was so bad at points where there was a moment when they first get there and I was like, oh yeah, this is 100% a blue screen. Like, I can tell where yeah. the cuts are yeah. on this. This is mm -hmm. really poorly done. Oh no, what am I in for? Like, there's yeah. shadows and lights that don't make sense, like, in the also, background. Might as well just, it might as well also, like, I didn't like the quantum realm. Like, I was hoping that the quantum realm was going to be way trippier. Yeah, right? like Doctor Strange, you know? like Exactly, like, like you know, gravity doesn't work the same way, and there's surfaces that change, and there's, like, portals around, and it's, like, it's different. Like, it's not, it doesn't abide by the same, and if you, it, it, hang on, I have to let my damn cat in. <laughs> I could hear the cat on audio. Shoot. Or out, I mean. <laughs> um, no, I, um, so, to me, the, the alien the, planet. Yeah, the, to me, the quantum realm looked and felt like something George Lucas came up with and produced from the 70s. I wouldn't even give it that high of praise. I mean, 40, it, 50 it years ago, you know, like that's what I'm getting at. Like it didn't, nothing about it was original. Nothing about it was interesting yeah. and it didn't look very cool. I wish they would have right. took, I wanted them to explore more of the refugee route. I really wanted them to. I really, really wanted them to but they didn't. They touched on it and that was it. And like, that would have been a cool movie. Like Scott Lang and his daughter are now fighting with these refugees against Kang. Yeah. And there was more development of that. And you're, yeah. and you're learning about like the indigenous people of the quantum realm. That, yeah. that sounds like a great movie. What did we get? Yeah, like a marooning story. We got nothing. They like, nothing. they never fully committed to one thing. It was just like, yeah, Oh, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. It's like whoever wrote it had a massive ADHD moment and it never got fixed. Like they just yeah. wanted to touch on everything. Why not make it? I don't care. Make it a two-parter. I don't care. You're introducing Kang and his backstory. I develop more of the quantum realm. Make it a two-parter. People would like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Oh, com completely. Completely. I completely agree with you. Sorry, chat just came in. The Saxman. What's up, Saxman? Saxman just said, not surprised. Another Marvel movie I won't even watch on Disney Plus. Just give me Cocaine Bear. Marvel's getting stale. Cocaine Bear's next, baby. I think that's next. I think that's going to be next for next sure. That's next for sure. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm, honestly, I feel the same way. Like, I'm ready for not Marvel. Like, I thought yeah. I, I got really let down during the Doctor Strange movie, Multiverse of Madness. They sucked. I didn't think it sucked. It was better than this movie. That's for sure. It was definitely better than this movie. The redeeming quality was that, like the CGI was actually really cool. Yeah. And, and like the, interesting and trippy and the, like kind of, you it know, had, it had decent, it had decent fan service in that movie too. Too much. Yeah. You could argue that, but it was still decent. Yeah. Like, you know, like this movie didn't have any fan service. It was like, didn't touch enough on the quantum realm. Like quantum realm has been this the mystery since phase yeah. three. Give them, yeah, and time, answer it. Time moves differently, right? No, like, but it doesn't because there's time pockets. There's time pockets yeah, where it moves differently, it, not the quantum. It, it doesn't they make might as, sense. Like, like I said, they might as well just have gone to. They might as well just gotten on a spaceship and gone to an alien planet. Yeah, because there was nothing about the quantum realm that made it any different than our own realm of reality. Yeah, other than Kang is in there and he's not out here. And I get it. They're going into fourth and the fourth and fifth dimension stuff, which is hard. To screenplay, I understand, but try harder. 
Like, I don't know. Yeah. Or go the route of making it like Avengers Infinity War. Infinity War was a story about Thanos, right? This could have been a right. story about Kang. And it was to a degree, but they didn't touch on it enough to make it what it was about. The movie just didn't yep. have a set structure of this is the objective of the movie and this is what we're going to accomplish. I didn't get any of that. And now I'm hopping on YouTube, seeing people break down the video and watching their theories. And they're saying that it's not even the real Scott Lang that came back into the real world at the end. And that we're missing a whole bunch of stuff because of this copies. evidence and this evidence. And I was like, yeah. I couldn't have even picked that up because they didn't touch on that at yeah, all. Any of it. And like what they're making, they're making good points based on like background stuff of when he's like redoing the very first scene of the movie and how everything's a little bit different. They're pointing it out. And like, that mm -hmm. makes sense. I believe that this isn't the same Scott Lang, but why do I, did the movie not hint that to me? Like yeah. it shouldn't be that big of a background was, thing. No. I had no idea until I saw this video of someone who is really good at breaking down Marvel movies, break it down. And I was like, wow, am I dumb or is the movie poorly written? I think the movie's poorly written. I think it's poorly I think, written. I think that's what it is. And I honestly, I'm going to say it. They should have kept James Gunn. They should have kept James Gunn ever since they got rid of him and then brought him back. Everything's been going downhill. I'm just saying, yeah. or end it this at end game. I mean, I like that they're doing different stuff after Endgame because, you know, Endgame was like the culmination of like the entire decade of them putting movies out. But like if you watch phase one, almost every movie except for Thor is good. Yeah. Yeah. The first Captain America is like it's a little predictable, but like it's it, good. The story it's acceptable. Makes sense. Yeah. Iron Man. The Iron Man movies are my favorite. They're one and two is phase one and they're both incredible. Uh, yeah. And <clears throat> It, it's just like they, they were self-contained stories that still contributed to the team up movie right? yeah yeah because like that's that's kind of, that was their thing they like everyone had their own individual movie and then here's the big team up and then yeah. everybody went back and had their own individual movies again and then boop team up. i think i think sorry i'm cutting you off it's, here i i think the issue marvel is having right now because you look at all their successful movies even in game everything is rooted in something that we can comprehend because it relates to our lives, right? There's some sort of grounding in these movies. It explores the extra, but everything is still grounded, right? Nothing in phase four feels grounded to reality. Nothing. They've lost that. And I think that's why it's suffering so much. It's, um, I also think it has a little bit to do with power creep, right? Yeah. Because as as you introduce villains, your your main characters have to get stronger to overcome these villains. And so you have to just like like Dragon Ball Z is always my best example of <laughs> ridiculous power creep, right? Yeah, yeah. You have Dragon Ball or Goku's a, a kid with a monkey tail. And then you have Dragon Ball Z and he's like an adult, but he's just like a fighter, right? And like the first yeah. season, he the first couple seasons, he's just like a he's just a Saiyan. So he's like he's super strong and whatnot, but he's still just like a fighter. And then he has to go Super Saiyan to beat uh, was it Cell or Frieza the first time or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah Frieza. And, and now they're now they're at like Super Saiyan Mega God Blue mode. Like it's because <laughs> you have to just keep oh, you, adding on more. You definitely did not watch Dragon Ball Super. You can't bring them down. Oh yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I know there's like Saiyan God Saiyan or what. Like, yeah, I'm giving you a hard time. They're like fighting in space, well, and it so, doesn't like. I I feel like 
sorry go ahead Ruth. there's ways to do it like i'm a big anime nerd right and like there's plenty of instances like naruto for example has a really bad power creep but naruto also introduced a character that is significantly stronger than anything else they could throw at it so how did they address that they gave him cancer and that's how they nerfed him like yeah he's his almighty god like almighty like ninja and he's like the strongest person ever and everyone recognizes that but he ends up dying in a fight because and it gets revealed later oh he had cancer that makes sense right he had mm, like mm -hmm. because of his training and everything else there's a downside there's a plot like there's a downside to everything there's pros and cons to everything in life right like and but that is that reality and that's how they nerfed him to where the power creep wasn't ridiculous right like there's ways mm -hmm. to do it and i think you're right it's just this crazy power creep right now like and I don't know how they're going to nerf or go up from cosmic level, you know, which is what they're flirting with now. Like it, uh, yeah, I, well, I, what <laughs> the universe. So first they save the world in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Well, and the second one, they, yeah. that's, they save the world twice and then they save the universe. Yeah. And now they're going to save the multiverse. Yeah. What's after the multiverse? I don't know. I don't really care. Yeah. Like I, I don't really care. I was excited about the Marvel multiverse at first because I was like, oh, they're going to get to tell all sorts of different stories from all across the multiverse. Yeah. But the multiverse has now become a plot device. Yeah. In all of these movies. And it doesn't like, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of stupid I'm, in my opinion. I'm excited for the Dark Avengers movie because that movie, I think, is me heavily like made with espionage as like a big thing because it was in the comics right and i love espionage mm -hmm. like espion espionage movies like the second captain america movie is one of my favorites in all of marvel yeah it's so well done and written and it's just like yes 80s cop drama espionage mm -hmm. spy i'm about this like i love it you know and i don't i don't know man I, marvel's kind of lost me a little bit i'll still watch it every now and then but i don't They've completely know. lost me. They've completely lost me. Every movie that comes out now feels devoid of soul and care and like genuinely interesting storytelling. Are, are we going to hop over to the DC universe since they're rebooting uh, that? I mean, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I, I haven't been. Maybe I'm just getting old, but like superhero movies, it's like. It feels like they're starting to get a bit worn out. I mean, they're over 10 years old now, right? It's like 15 years. Longer, longer than that. The first uh, Iron Man came out in like 2004, 2005. No, it was 2008. It's right before high school. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. 2008. Yeah. So, I mean, almost 15 years into the superhero movie. And there's now, now there's a goddamn million of them. Yeah. And it's been, it's a dead horse to me at this point. Cause like Marvel, who used to be the best of the best of making good superhero movies is now making the worst superhero movies. Yeah. The worst superhero movies. Like, I don't think anyone would argue that like, well, they ran out of the competition. DC, out, you know? yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. It's uh, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Okay. Well, what's your rating? You want to get into that? The rating segment? Sure. Sure. I'll, um, we'll get into real rating. Real quick, before we do that, this would be like where another ad would be if we were to get, you know, sponsorships. Um, uh -huh. but instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to plug 
us again. Um, if you're just joining in, this is the Movies for Dummies and Dummies for Movies podcast. Um, it is available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts every other Monday. And um, we're going to start doing it live every other Thursday. So yep. um, you follow us. Um, you can follow me over at twitch.tv forward slash the trippy ghost. And you can follow Zach over at twitch.tv forward slash oh no bandito. Um, but let's get into these ratings. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. You seem pretty passionate about it. I give it a 20. A 20. Yeah. I give it a 20 because the only reason it's not worse (laughs) is because it made me laugh once or twice. Um, I liked, I didn't like how it tied into the story, but I liked the scene where Ant-Man's splitting up into a million Mm -hmm. Ant-Mans. I thought the Baskin Robbins, Paul Rudd was, was pretty funny. Um, (laughs) That's kind of the only good things I feel like I can say about this movie. It. Like you could. Oh, oh, real quick. One more thing. You could have removed every scene with the wasp and the the other two, the old people. And the movie probably would have been better because then you're just getting Scott and Cassie's perspective about what's going on and how they're going to solve the problems instead of like these characters that know everything. Yeah. And are trying to like rescue them. Like, is it a. Is it a, a journey movie or is it a rescue movie? Yeah. Anyways, so I just I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> and, and if you if we would have had this podcast maybe the day after I watched it, I might have it might have been a little bit higher. But the more I've gotten to kind of think about it, and I've been thinking about it, podcast was going to be live, and I wanted to have enough to say. Yeah, I don't fuck. I don't like. It. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I was devoid of soul and character and. Um, it was the coloring was kind of flat to me yeah it was kind of flat too like you have such an opportunity to make these vibrant bombastic colors and visuals because you're in a, a, a realm of reality that has quite literally infinite possibilities because it's the quantum realm yeah, yeah. and it just looks like generic alien planet 2 yeah shot through a black and white fucking camera like I just I don't know it wasn't I didn't like it. The acting felt like most of them were bored. The only good performance was um, Paul Rudd, just because he's charming and funny. But that's like he's just being Paul Rudd, right? He's not like he didn't feel like Paul Rudd to me. Well written. He didn't really feel like like, Paul Rudd to me, honestly. Throughout this movie, like he felt a little flat. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, he can only do so much with the writing, right? It's like a good actor. Especially comedy actor. Like, Scott Lang is a really funny character. But it, you can only do so much when your script sucks ass. Yeah. So, well, what are you going to do? I'm still coming up with my score right now. Um, I'm not going to lie. The longer I let this movie sit and not think about the movie, uh, the, long, the, the more I liked it. I, I thought, like, well, maybe it was better than what I thought. After having this discussion about the movie... Um, I, I it refreshed my memory. Honestly, also watching my little clips that I recorded beforehand and afterhand really reminded me of how awful of a time I had getting there. <laughs> how I was scammed into buying a large popcorn. Didn't like that. 
Um, <laughs> it saved you money. Dude, it was like $2 cheaper. And I was like, what do you mean it's $2 if I like, because I walked up the cashier and I was like, can I get a large drink and a small popcorn? And she was like, do you just want the number one? It's like $3 cheaper. And I was like, mm, wait. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, I think awful experience getting there and getting scammed. So that's negative points for sure. Um, the movie itself was honestly very forgettable. Um, I still yeah. like, it felt like it was a bridge into like, what's going next for Marvel. Let's get behind it. Um, I thought Kang was really well written, um, or like acted. Um, uh-huh. I liked that yeah, a lot. Um, Real quick, I just made a good point earlier. We we're talking about that. The superhero genre is only like 15 years old, Yeah, but we forgot, like there were Batman movies in the eighties. Yeah, the whole you know, three Toby Spider Man in oh, two thousand two. Yeah. So like it's been around yeah. for a, for a long time. Yeah, but sorry, just correction. Thank no, you yeah, no, you're good. Um, you think about was this? But was you, this movie worse? So this is where I'm getting tripped up because I'm like fifteen. But was it worse than some of the other Phase Four movies? I think it was better than the Eternals. I think it was better than. Was it better than Shang Chi? I don't think it was better than Shang Chi because at least the first two thirds of Shang Chi. I slept through Shang Chi, so. Oh, so I think the first two acts were actually kind of interesting. Although I I can't stand Aquafina, she just annoys me. I'm just not a fan. I don't don't think she's funny. But anyways, that's you know I'm sure she's a nice person. because it was like it was like a like a kung fu action movie. Yeah. And it was like actually really good action in that movie in the beginning. And then it was the third act when they're fighting CG bats. Yeah. yeah that like took it it like brought it down like fifty percent okay. from what I liked about the first part. I'm gonna give it but a twenty six. Better than you're gonna okay, you're gonna give Ant Man a twenty six. Yeah. So twenty three total. Um we we talked about wanting to do a bad movie. Didn't think this was going to be the bad movie. I, I be thought a, Cocaine I Bear was going to be the bad movie, but you know what? I think Cocaine Bear is going to be a good movie. I think it is too. I almost texted you because when I was looking at movie times, I also saw the Winnie the Pooh horror movie was showing that Wednesday night. Oh but I, I wouldn't have been able to get there in time. I really wanted to watch that, but now it's not in theaters anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. We'll watch it when it comes out on streaming. That, yeah. That, that one will be really good. Um, I think, Yeah. That was Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. Um, yeah. I feel like we said everything we needed to say. It was... Yeah. You know to what? Say, but not that much to say. If, it was like... If you're on the fence about Marvel in general, just skip it. Just just don't. Just don't watch Marvel anymore. <laughs> like... Watch... watch there, um, there will be a YouTube plot recap whenever the, the next team-up movie comes out. It'll be like, everything yeah. that you need to know to watch the next team-up movie. Watch that. Uh, <laughs> just watch that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's sad. Oh man, um, cocaine bear Black. next, yeah, yeah, to Eternal Spider Man. Okay, that's the only good Space Four movie. Saxman is Spider Man. No way home. Yeah, the rest of them. Love and Thunder was probably I, I I would say my biggest movie disappointment in the last year. I liked Love and Thunder better than I liked this. I had such oh really? Yeah, I had such for Love and Thunder. 
they they there was so much potential in that movie and it just it just missed the mark i think i think we talked about it because i really liked love and thunder to be honest okay all right we'll see you guys next time all right bye everybody bye